You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Broncos country. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. Touchdown Denver. All right, everybody, welcome into another episode of Touchdown Denver, hosted by myself, George Stoy, the Denver Gazette, and my good friend, Nick Ferguson. Nick, how you doing today? Doing great, George. Um, I guess uh, I'm not as frustrated. As, well, well let, me, let me back up. Yeah, I'm still frustrated, but I'm just not uh, going out of my mind. So so I'm not, I'm not doing that. No, I'm not doing the Heath Ledger Joker. Why so serious? Yeah, it's always interesting, these games, and I'm sure it is the same way for fans in some sense, that like that after the game, you're like in crisis mode, like, oh, blow it all up, this is terrible, <laughs> everyone's bad, you know, all that stuff. And then you, you take a step back a couple days later, like, okay, maybe it's not as bad as we thought. Now, I think it's bad right. uh, with the Broncos, but probably not as bad as what we thought two days ago, right? Uh, yeah. There's, there's always, and especially in the NFL, man, like, like there's, it's a week to week league. We've talked about that. Nick is it's like you, you can, if the Broncos go win this week, I'm not saying all is fixed, uh, but all of a sudden you're sitting in a better spot than you were a week ago. So, um, you know, this is a, this is a big week for them. So we, we, we got a lot, lot to talk about Nick, uh, even though we covered a lot of bases the other day, but I, I wanted to jump in first and, and I know you were there at practice yesterday as well, but I thought the most interesting thing that came out of yesterday was, uh, the conversation with Melvin Gordon. Uh, and, in you know, I asked uh, Hackett on Tuesday uh, if he was going to have that conversation with Melvin Gordon. He said, we, you know, we, we haven't had it yet, but we are going to have one. Uh, and then it followed up on Wednesday, and they did have their conversation. Uh, and Hackett came out and said, yeah, it went well, uh, you know, good relationship with Melvin. I love that guy. He's a true pro. Also, he's going to start on Sunday, uh, which I think everybody was like, whoa. Okay, that's a little different than what we remember. Then we go in the locker room, Nick, and we talk to to Mr. Gordon, and he's still he Melvin is is such an interesting guy because he I think he likes talking to the media. I think he he uh, he enjoys hearing himself a little bit, and uh, he he's got a very uh, you know good personality. Yeah. And he talked a little bit about the conversation. And said, "Hey, yeah, we hashed things out." Uh, he goes, "I guess I am starting, but I started last week too." Uh, and I still didn't end up playing that much. Uh, and so it was interesting to hear from him. I just wanted to hear what are your thoughts on this whole situation? Because it sounds like the head coach is saying, hey, yeah, it was a great conversation. We've got a good relationship. Then you go talk to Melvin. And I'm not saying he's not saying the same things, uh, but it's maybe a little bit different tone uh, coming from his end. Well, for me, man, it is uh, very confusing when you think about it to tell, say that you and the guy have a great relationship, but I mean, going back to Monday Night Football game, 
I mean, he, he didn't know what was going on. He didn't know why he was injured. And when Coach Hackett was asked, well, was Mel Melvin injured? And he was like, no, not that I know of. And once again, it's just like, what? how is it that individuals are not on the same page? And it was rather chaotic and surprising when it was like, oh, Melvin's going to start on uh, on Sunday. And it was just like, what, 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 is that, what does that really mean? And how do we get to uh, this point? And the conversation that took place between those individuals, I would love to have been a fly on the wall in that situation where you're trying to tell Melvin, who was obviously upset that he uh, wasn't getting a lot of touches in that game. I just I remember, I think it was only three touches in that game. Now you're telling him, hey, now you're going to be the starter. And Melvin said, just like you said, well, yeah, I, I started the last game. And we know this in life. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. So I can end up being Melvin Gordon, being the starter, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to actually finish the game. Now, the conversation would have been a whole lot different for me if, you know, he talked about the touches, the carries, how they uh, plan on, you know, using uh, Melvin Gordon. And I know he can't give out so many, so many details about the offensive scheme, but we didn't get any of that. So we still don't know. And Melvin seemed as though he doesn't know how many catches or how, how he's going to be utilized in his offense. So I'm really confused by the situation and, just, and it makes me wonder, right? Once again, what's happening internally with the coaching staff and the players and as far as communication is concerned? Yeah, Nick, and I thought it was interesting to hear Melvin say that no one even told him that, hey, you're not getting any run here. Like they, they, he just was standing there on the sidelines unknowing what was going to happen, what was going on. I also thought Hackett's original explanation on Tuesday about why he didn't play was really odd. You know, saying that they didn't have enough plays. Um, I don't I don't understand that. Did, did you miss that? Yeah, I, I missed that part. Yeah. So he his explanation was that um, they were going three and out and they just didn't have enough plays to get him in there. And then the, and then he kind of like backtracked it a little bit and was like, Actually, and also like we thought Latavius Murray was running the ball well, which should have been his original answer. It was like we just thought Latavius Murray gave us a better chance, whatever. If that's the case, then that's the case. Like then they just believed in Latavius Murray more. And that was clearly what was going on. But I mean, I counted the plays and they had 32 plays. I think I think it was 32 plays in the second half or something like that. I mean, that's plenty of plays to get Melvin in there if you really wanted to. Uh, so I, I don't really understand that whole explanation if, if you like Latavius Murray better and you don't really have the trust factor in Melvin which I think is what's going on I mean at the end of the day I think that Hackett thinks Melvin's gonna fumble uh and I think he also maybe doesn't like his attitude right now and I think he just said you know what we're gonna go with Latavius Murray he's running the ball well um I, I think that's what happened I don't understand why he doesn't just come out and say that um maybe to because he doesn't want to piss off Melvin Gordon I don't know uh, but I, I think, Nick, I've reached a point, and I've said, I said this a couple of days ago, and I'm, I, I'm at the same point, especially after hearing yesterday, these two guys aren't on the same page, Hackett and, and Melvin, and maybe even uh, the organization as a whole. At this point, Nick, I think it's safe. If you can, if you can move him, and I, I like Melvin a lot, and I think he's actually the best running back on this football team right now, I think you, I think you should probably move him just because it seems like there's some uh, you know, disagreement going back and forth right now. And I don't know if that's what you want right now on a football team that seems to be really fragile in that locker room. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, you know what? When it comes down to a player knowing whether he's going to play or not, sometimes uh, you, you don't always get the information that you need. But it is it's on your position coach, right? That's the first guy you see every every morning. So it was on Ty- Tyrone Wheatley to communicate to Melvin, hey, here's what is going on. Now, obviously, Wheatley is in those meetings. He's asked questions about uh, each bag. Who, do you, who does he believe in in certain situations? So he has some valuable input in that that, that that situation. So he should have been the first guy to communicate to Melvin Gordon, hey, listen, we're, we're, we're going to lean on Latavius Murray. He seems as though he's the hot hand. And, you know, it's just kind of one of those particular things. But you bring up something that, that's, that's really interesting because November 1st is uh, the trade deadline for the NFL. And usually there's not a lot of moves by, by teams. But when you're going to trade someone, you, you do one of two things. Either you don't play them because you don't want to risk injury and that would disrupt the, the trading process. Also, you play the guy to really put him out there and to show other teams, oh, we haven't really lost confidence in that guy to kind of build up that that, that kind of collateral and, and capital. So teams go, oh, well, yeah, they, they're still running him. He still is a good back. We still want to bring him in. So, so that's interesting you brought that up. And I wonder if that is the idea, I'm not saying that it is, but I'm wondering if that is the idea to start Melvin on Sunday, put it out there to let other teams know that we haven't lost faith in, 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 in Melvin and hope that Melvin has a great game against a great front seven and the New York Jets. And that may entice people to want to trade for Melvin. Yeah, and look, I, the reason I say that is I do think the Broncos are are going to be busy at the trade deadline uh, just because I think, you know, George Payton has said several times that they need more draft picks. Uh, and the way this season is going, I wonder if you could get something out of Melvin Gordon, maybe a late round pick or something like that. There's also another – there's a couple other guys on this team that I think could be on the trading block. I think Albert O, and I know we're going to dive into that a little bit later and him being inactive – on Monday night, I think he's a guy that could be on the trading block. Um, so I think that Sunday's going to be really interesting. I think you're right, Nick. I think there's a chance that we see a lot of Melvin Gordon, not because he was upset and, you know, they hashed it out behind closed doors, but because maybe they do want to put him a little bit more on, on tape so people can see, hey, he's still got it. He's still got the juice. Uh, and maybe you can get a draft pick out of him. I don't know. Or maybe it's just a situation where, and I said a few weeks ago, maybe Nathaniel Hackett, uh, I'm not saying he's a pushover, uh, but when players ask for things, maybe they get them pretty often. Uh, is, no, I, 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 I hate to interrupt you, but this is funny. This is the second time you said that. Well, you're not you're not saying that he is a pushover, but you're not saying that he's not either. Right. I, I mean, I don't think we know yet, but I'm just saying I think it's interesting that all of a sudden Melvin Gordon complains about playing time. He gets to have a conversation with Nathaniel Hackett and Nathaniel Hackett comes out and says, oh, yeah, he's still starting on Sunday. And it's like, really? I mean, if, if if you really thought Latavius Murray was a better running back, wouldn't you think he would be the guy moving forward? Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 all interesting to me. But I also think you have a valid point that maybe 
it's all a, a scheme to get him on the field so they can trade him. I, I don't know, but you would have think you would have thought they would have done that on Monday night as well. Um, I, I don't know, but uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see how they they move forward with Melvin because it, it is a totally interesting situation. But, but George, what you're presenting is this that hey, you know, uh, Nathaniel Hackett is a softy. He is a pushover. He doesn't have a, a backbone. I mean, you, you haven't you know come out and actually said these words, but you kind of kind of you know, leaning heavily towards it to a point almost as though, well, guess what? Nathaniel Hackett saw a disgruntled Melvin Gordon and everyone was talking about it both locally and nationally. And guess what? Now you have to pacify him by starting him. So is that what you're saying? Has Nathaniel Hackett earned a nickname in Broncos country? And according to George Story, is it the pacifier? I mean... I think there's a very good chance that's what's going on. I just, I just don't. Everything that we've learned from Nathaniel Hackett is that he's a, he's very much a player's coach. He's he's a, a positive guy. He, he he doesn't strike me, Nick, as like a, as a hard ass, right? Uh, right. Like, he, like he's not Mike Shanahan out here, like you mentioned in the last podcast, just ripping guys in the meeting room. I don't see that happening. And I also think he's at a point now, sitting at two and four, he he's feeling the heat a little bit. I think he's trying to appease to the players. I mean, again, we talk about Justin Simmons came out when your team captain is saying some of the things that he said on the podium about it starts with leadership, the definition of insanity. I think he knows that there's a lot of pressure on him right now, not only from the fan base, but his own players. So he's trying to win over that locker room. And if he puts Melvin out there and starts him and starts running him a little bit more, maybe things become a little bit easier in that locker. Maybe a little bit of that pressure comes off because, hey, he's playing the guys that want to play. I don't know, Nick. I'm, I'm not saying for sure that's what's going on, but I, he just doesn't strike me as somebody that's going to go, actually, you know what, Melvin? I don't like your attitude. I don't like the, the things that you've said. I, I think Latavius Murray's a better running back, and I'm going to start him. Do you, does he strike you as the guy that's saying that? I don't think that's what's being said. Maybe it is. Maybe I'm totally wrong. But for him to come back the next day after saying the things that he said about you know, Latavius was better at the time, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then saying, actually, Melvin's still our starter. Like, it just doesn't sit right with me in terms of a head coach that is, you know, being, uh, you know, uh, tough, you know, making a, a, the right decision, whatever it is, like sticking to his guns. Like, it just doesn't come off the right way to me. Listen, man, I, I get it. And being a head coach in this league is very tough. Being a player in this league is, is, is tougher. And the last thing you want to do as a head coach is be like a guy that's on a fence. If you're going to make right. a decision, it may not be a popular decision. Just, Hey man, this is the decision that I made. And his, here's why I made this, this decision, but to go back and forth, that's where it causes a lot of confusion with players. And that's how you lose the locker room. But more importantly, those who cover the game, they listen, they hear to every single thing that you, you were saying. So it confuses them. And I can see why you have this kind of idea that maybe Hackett may not be as strong as uh, he should be as some coaches, but every coach is different. Every coach uh, likes to rule their kingdom differently. And some rule with an iron fist. Some don't do that. I mean, they, they rely heavily on being uh, a player's coach. And, and nothing's wrong with either way. The idea, George, is once you find a way to decide what way that is, Make sure you're just committed to it. But at the end of the day, as players, you want to make sure that you, you tell and you're able to explain the why to the players. And it still seems as though Melvin Gordon 
doesn't really understand the why and what this situation truly means for him, especially now he's starting on Sunday. Yeah, and I think that's that's what I'm trying to get at is like, and, and it, it's not just this Melvin situation, but it seems like a lot of times Hackett is not very clear on what his message is. And maybe that's just because he's not as media trained. He hasn't done as much media. Uh, and so you hear certain, you hear one thing from him and then the players say something different, um, you know, or, or he gets up there and he tells us the injuries and they're not always accurate. And that's not always on him. It's whatever he's given on the, the injury report. But, um, you know, I think that that that's where it's at. It's like, I, I just want to clear, concise, what is actually going on? Um, you know, and I felt like yesterday, we heard one thing from Nathaniel Hackett, and then we heard another thing from Melvin Gordon. And it's like, okay, there's clearly a communication issue here. And and whether you're a, a tough head coach or a player's head coach, I think communication always has to be number one, especially with the players. And so, um, you know, look, I, I think Hackett will get better at that maybe moving forward. But that's what, if, if I were a fan, that's what I would, I would probably want to see from him is, is some more communication. But um, Nick, we got to take a quick break. And then we will dive into some more stuff here with the Broncos, including some Russell Wilson audio, uh, Justin Simmons, and, and also breaking down this Jets team that they face on Sunday. 